Hi there, I'm your host Jenny and welcome to Soleil, a podcast devoted to the exploration of the hobbies and passions that give our lives meaning. Each episode I'll be talking about the things myself and my guests are doing to enrich our lives and bring the sunshine to our daily routines. So get comfy and I hope you'll stay a while. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is coming at you a little bit late and not gonna lie, the only reason that this hasn't happened is because I've been procrastinating recording this episode for like the last week. (laughs) I don't know about anyone else but I just get into these like pits of procrastination. But you know it's like a little bit productive because there's other things on my to-do list and I'm doing those but I'm just like shuffling certain things to the side and they go on the tomorrow's to-do list and then it keeps happening and then now here we are like a week later and I still haven't done it so maybe that would be an interesting episode if I kind of try some procrastination hacks let me know if that's something that might be useful but nevertheless welcome to the episode I have already put out the newsletter for this episode so if you want to give that a read you can just follow it on Substack. I will put the link in the description but this episode is going to be all about slow living which is a concept that I discovered the name of very recently but it's something that I have kind of known about vaguely for a few years now and it's kind of like this idea of choosing to slow down your life intentionally um, making sure that like everything that you're doing in your life you're doing with intention and purpose you're not like multitasking you're not doing things and trying to be busy and working all the hours and and basically like being really stressed all the time it's kind of the antithesis of of that like it's the modern society opposite basically so yeah I thought I would delve into slow living I've done quite a lot of research about it and in this episode we're going to talk about some of the origins and maybe like a definite like some definitions of slow living and actually I've worked out through my research I've got like quite a lot of examples of how you could incorporate slow living into your life so those are things that I'm going to be talking about in a later episode I think what I'm going to do is test them out and then I will report back and let you guys know and then at the end of this little series I'm gonna be publishing my like guide to slow living some of the things I thought went really well uh, some definitions some examples of what you could do to kind of live that slower lifestyle and yeah I'm gonna be publishing that on my newsletter so if you want to follow along on this journey then I'd be very happy to have you (laughs) and let's get into some definitions I think that might be the best place to start so slow living is something that didn't originally start with the lifestyle component it was basically a reaction which started like in response to 
a fast food restaurant opening in Italy. So there was a guy, um, this McDonald's had opened in Rome and this guy had basically started this concept of slow food, which kind of focused on traditional food production methods as opposed to like fast food. And this sort of emerged in Italy during the 80s and 90s, as I said, as a reaction to a McDonald's opening in Rome. So that gained a lot of traction in Italy and Italians kind of started this cultural revolution against the idea that fast food is always better. So that was sort of incorporated into this overall concept that slow living rejects a faster lifestyle. So there's also different branches of slow living, I guess. So originally it obviously started with the slow food movement, as I just mentioned, but also there's like slow um, fashion with like sustainable fashion, slow home, which is kind of filling your home with things that are more sustainable and uh, purposeful, slow travel, slow health, which would be kind of a bit more of a holistic approach to health. Um, slow food, obviously, um, and just slow living is kind of the overall descriptor of incorporating little bits of all of those different um, branches into like one lifestyle. So something that probably you might picture if I said uh, the, the phrase slow living is probably you know, like pastoral country country roads, moving into maybe a tiny home, <laughs> having empty rooms with like the bare essentials, just like anything, only the only things that you need, and basically like a return to simpler times. And this whole thing is very familiar to me because as a English literature student, this is like a concept that poets and writers had kind of been dealing with for many many years and it's kind of this idea of rejecting modern advances and appreciating nature and like what nature can provide for us so this was kind of in the UK at least fairly popular in the Victorian era like with the industrial revolution and stuff so people were like basically idealising a return to a more pastoral country life. That's not slow living. That is something that you might consider to be slow living. That's not really what it means. Like, yes, that might be the right choice for you as an individual, but the concept of slow living is really not about the place or um, the, the like setup of your home or anything like that. It's about your intentions. So slow living is basically a lifestyle that emphasizes slow approaches to everyday life. So it's like a life philosophy, a reflective approach. It's basically being purposeful, intentional, and mindful about all the things that you do. So this might be about your work, about who's been your free time, about your relationships, about what you eat, what you wear, what you purchase, 
um, where you go and how you get to those places and what you consume in terms of like media and entertainment and what you do for hobbies. So like all aspects of your life, things that you wouldn't necessarily even consider. For example, like lots of the time when I watch Netflix, I am watching like nothing that's really enriching my life. And also I'm on my phone. So living is kind of, would would look at that situation and say, well, you're not really giving your time to one thing or, or another. You're kind of like being distracted and, and half paying attention to both of those things, which isn't really beneficial. It's not mindful at all. And that's the kind of thing that so living is rejecting, I guess. So another concept that is quite similar to slow living but not the same is simple living and this is something that has become very popular in the last decade I would say and it's basically minimalism that's what simple living is it's embracing minimalism practices and basically becoming frugal maybe homesteading which is like making your life self-sufficient so you you like grow your own food and that kind of thing Um, it's about conservation green living being anti-materialist being more environmentally conscious and maybe yeah living somewhere like a tiny house where you're going to consume less so that's simple living and obviously slow living is kind of this organic sustainable purposeful mindful Um, lifestyle so the difference is that slow living focuses on your time and your energy whereas simple living focuses on things and consumption and that's not to say that slow living wouldn't consider the things that you're purchasing and, and maybe make you question them but it's not giving you this set of boundaries where simple living is kind of saying you don't need this like simplify everything, declutter, that kind of thing. Like that's not what it's saying. So as well as slow living being kind of this um, more relaxed energy, it's also about ending the glorification of being busy. And I know that particularly for me, when I was at school it's kind of like if you're not revising like you should be spending your time doing things that you're gonna be able to like put on your CV put in your uni application like when you're at uni do things that's gonna enrich your prospects when you leave school like move to the city have a really good job and like that's gonna make you successful but really working all hours constantly hustling and like cancelling plans and being so burnt out that doesn't mean that you're successful that just means that you're tired and this whole idea of slow living is basically saying that you can still be successful if you slow down and that this life that you once considered maybe like a bit mediocre like I I did for sure the thought of like living this kind of lifestyle where I wasn't busy all the time like it just seemed like I would be failing 
but that's not really true and being busy isn't a badge of honor doesn't mean that you're successful being successful is about deciding what's important to you and basically focusing on that and obviously like when you're young I think it's really easy to get caught up in this idea that being busy is this status symbol so like you can say oh I'm I've like working really long hours like I've I'm getting really like a really well paid or something yeah that's not going to be a status symbol forever because when you're young yeah, it might seem like you're really ambitious but then what happens when you turn like 40 or 50 and then you're still working those really long hours like it's that's a disadvantage to you that's not an advantage that being said slow living doesn't really mean kind of giving yourself downtime to then you know veg out on the sofa and like watch tv that's <laughs> it's not about stopping the busyness and letting yourself do the relaxing things that you would consider to be relaxing so like yeah i watch tv like i'll watch netflix i'll listen to a podcast or something it's basically about organizing your life so you have more time for what you actually enjoy because like how often can i really say that i sit down and watch tv and i'm like 100 interested by it like i don't think that that's very often and i could certainly sit and watch something with my family and that would be nice but if i'm watching something by myself and i'm just not engaged it's not a good use of my time and I could be doing something that you know I I really enjoy and something that is more intentional and that's what this kind of whole thing comes down to it's like rooted in intention and if you're choosing things with the right intention or even if it's bad intention at least you've made those choices I guess and yeah, that's kind of like what it's all about. So, so living, as I said, so living is about balance, being mindful, uh, and it's basically like a life philosophy. But there's a lot of things that so living isn't, and uh, I think it's kind of easy to assume that these things are wrapped up in that definition, but it's just not true. It's not about like home decor it's not about making your house look perfect um or making it look minimal like you know simple living like having nothing on display or like perfectly white or whatever that's that's not that's not what it is <laughs> it's not about being perfect it's not about living off the grid or being zero waste you know becoming this like woman of the land i i'll like grow my own food milk my own cow make my own cheese, blah, blah, blah. It's not about living life in slow motion. I actually saw that online. That was so stupid. Who on earth thinks that that's true? I, I don't know. But, you know, some people just Google random stuff. So um, I really hope that no one thinks that that's true. But yeah, so living is not about doing everything so slowly that it's like excruciatingly painful. It, it means becoming more relaxed about what you do and 
making choices so that you don't have to be rushing around. You can dedicate time to one thing rather than loads of different things that you don't really care about. It's not, doesn't mean that when you do that one thing, you're going to be doing it in like, you know, a snail's pace. That, that's not really the point. <laughs> it's also not a competition and it's not about perfection. And it's really easy to get wrapped up into that idea, especially if you look on places like Pinterest, because people will style their lives and, and take photographs. And obviously a photograph is, isn't really going to capture the essence of this movement because it's not really about being aesthetic or anything. It's like about making choices and being intentional. And that's not really something that you can capture in a picture. So, yeah, those are kind of the definitions, I guess. I, I guess I've been talking a lot and maybe I haven't just said like a simple definition, but I hope that you can kind of understand the vibe, the concept that so living is just like this reflective approach to life. It's kind of questioning, am I doing this because I want to do it? Am I doing this because I like? I think I should? Am I really dedicating my time to this in a meaningful way? Or am I, you know, like half-assing it because I don't really want to be doing it? Or I think I should do it, but I don't, I don't need to. Yeah, so it's a very interesting concept. I think it's interesting that it kind of blossomed from this slow food movement. And definitely that's a an aspect that is incorporated into slow living is, is food, but yeah, this kind of anti-McDonald's movement transformed into something that I think is becoming quite popular nowadays. And even like that was from the 80s, so it's kind of funny. But I'm going to talk next, maybe talk about some benefits of slow living and then some different areas of of it that like you could incorporate into your everyday life so there's actually quite a lot of benefits of slow living um mostly health related to be honest so slow mornings and slow evenings basically mean that you're going to get a better night's sleep if you're not, you know, looking at a screen, um, rushing around, that kind of thing, like you're going to sleep better. And obviously sleep is really important for your health. Also, there's nutritional benefits. If you are being more mindful about the food that you eat, making more food at home, like that's like not processed, then, you know, you're going to get more nutritional value from those foods also if you're eating without distractions you're probably going to chew your food for longer which means that you can kind of absorb more of the nutrients from that food and also you're probably going to eat slower which means that again you'll absorb more of the nutrients from that food also so living is basically the um, path to decreasing mental stress so doing things in a more mindful, intentional, purposeful way means that you're probably going to help your mental health. 
stress is obviously incredibly bad for us cortisol causes you know high blood pressure heart attacks uh, strokes um loads of different things and also like your mental health like is definitely an aspect of health that people are putting at risk by like glorifying this busy lifestyle so yeah a lot of health benefits also another benefit that i thought was interesting from my research was that slow living could also save you money because you're making mindful choices with your money so you might not be spending so much on like entertainment or like going out places that kind of thing maybe you wouldn't spend so much on meals out or if you weren't using so much meat like consuming so much media like for example you know like netflix amazon prime um you know that kind of thing maybe you could like reduce your costs of that yeah and it's like that is an interesting side benefit of slow living is that it, it probably will save you some money but i think the health benefits are really the main reason that people would be inclined to try this lifestyle particularly um the mental health benefits i think it's something that is really important so like i said at the beginning of the video i did a lot of research for this episode and i kind of came up with i think there's about 65 different examples of things that you could do in your life to like basically be, be doing slow living to like have a slower life and these I've split into sections so technology your hobbies or like entertainment what you do for fun basically food your chores or your work uh, whether that's like chores around the house or like paid work and your mind so all these sections are big aspects of your life that you might not even realize like obviously everyone knows that we spend a lot of time doing our work and, and a lot of time eating but like for example things that you do for fun your hobbies you might not have paid much attention to them in the past but actually that is really important for having a full and enriched life and you know using your free time in a productive and beneficial way which is going to like make you happier and also technology especially is something that we are constantly surrounded by and i definitely think that being more mindful with our technology could have you know a whole host of benefits for particularly mental health but also you know like physical health like will just reduce your stress if you're for example not having to read emails that you subscribed to you know like 10 years ago because you wanted a 10 percent discount on something like if if you don't need it just get rid of it and yeah so i'll give you a few examples in each of the categories what i'm going to do probably is try them in my life and then i'll kind of report back see what worked and what i would recommend but yeah these are just some of the examples that i had found online but i'll update you guys in a in a later episode so for example for technology you could um basically edit your social media unfollow people that you don't need to follow anymore 
you don't want to. Declutter your phone contacts and your apps. Um, Organise your emails and unsubscribe, like I just said. So all those things are going to make your phone a what quote-unquote slower device. <laughs> it's going to mean that you're less bombarded by information, and especially information that you don't need to take in. If you don't care about, like, you know, what Kylie Jenner's doing, should you care about that? I don't know. If it's particularly enlightening and enriching to your day, then then leave her on. But but if it's not, then you don't need to, you know, carry on following her and that kind of thing. So yeah, technology is definitely something. It's probably one of the easier places to start, to be honest. Everybody's on their phone all the time, and it's like a really easy, quick fix. Like, how long is it going to take for you to delete contacts off your phone? Not very long. So the next area is kind of like your hobbies and entertainment. Some of the things that I've come up with for this is to um, do some more hobbies that like don't involve screen time. So for example, um, have like board games, play puzzles, card games, go on a walk but with no destination, explore your local area, um, write a letter to someone, read, um, that kind of thing is all going to be really beneficial and it's something that you have to mindfully make that choice because it's really easy to just kind of plonk on the TV and sit down in front of it and, and not pay attention. But that's what slow living is kind of trying to avoid. It's making sure that you're really present in those activities and doing something where you're not just looking at a screen will by default mean that you're more present. So the next area is food. There's loads of different things you could do for this. You could go the route of like, you know, building your own vegetable garden. You could um, basically go, you could like go fruit picking. You could bake your own bread or like do pickling or something. Like mindful baking is so fun to me because I'm like, I'm just like a baker. I, I love it. And stuff that's going to take a long time is really mindful. So like bread, yeast takes a long time to to rise. Sourdough in particular, I've just done two episodes on sourdough. So I'm not going to get too into that. But if you're interested, you can go back and listen to those. But sourdough can take, you know, up to like two or three days to make a loaf of bread. And it's like all about being mindful and, and enjoying that process rather than, you know, expecting something immediate and that's kind of what it's all that's what it's all about slow living you could um eat more whole foods eat uh something local that was locally grown go to like a farmer's market all that kind of thing did anyone just hear my cat i don't know if that picked up on the audio <laughs> um the next category is chores or work so one thing that is super imperative is monotasking which is like the opposite of multitasking like single tasking i guess i don't know if there's a an actual word for that um i'm gonna have to do some more research but 
basically like focusing on one thing at a time rather than having 10 documents open all at the same time on different screens just have one open <laughs> uh, you could clear your workspace um, make your own cleaning supplies in terms of like chores declutter some areas make your own cleaning supplies even doing something like setting up an automatic payment from your account to like your bills or someone you owe money to every month that's going to save you time and that's like something that you've been intentional about once and you know that that's going to be really beneficial because it means that you've got less to do you're less busy later on down the line and then the last category that i've got is mind so lots of these that i've found are about writing i think that that's really nice for doing something for yourself in a really slow way like a, a mindful purposeful way because you have to pick up the pen especially if you write by hand sometimes i'll journal on my laptop just because i can type faster than i can write but yeah if you want to like go full in write something out by hand that will make a massive difference i think you could write you know a list of what you're grateful for um write in your journal uh write other lists like a travel wish list a list of things that bring you joy a bucket list that kind of thing and all those things are going to be nice for you to look back on but also during the process of writing it down like that's going to be really meditative for you so yeah that's like another way of incorporating this mindful purposeful intentional um lifestyle into your everyday So I've kind of, you know, blabbed on about slow living for about half an hour. And I honestly, I feel like I should go back and count how many times I said slow living because I think it's been about mm, 500. But I hope everybody is intrigued by this. I definitely am. It's something that I'm going to be looking into a lot more. And I'm going to turn this into a little series on the podcast. Probably... I'll intersperse, you know, some other episodes in between, but I'll come back to this at a later date and I'll let you guys know how I'm doing with it and what things have been working for me and which things have I've found a bit more difficult. But yeah, if you're interested, again, I have it on a newsletter so you can find that. I'll link the my um, newsletter in the description. And at the end of this like journey i mean it's not really ever going to end if it's a lifestyle you, i guess you just do it forever but when i've had a bit of time to practice and gather my thoughts i'll be publishing a little guide on the newsletter as well so you can sign up if you want to get that but with that being said i hope everybody has a lovely day it's really cozy today i kind of it's like i woke up and it was raining loads and it just made me want to stay in my pyjamas and watch Harry Potter. I don't know if anyone else gets like that. It's like rain automatically. I'm like, Harry Potter, Harry Potter day. 
But, you know, I do have things to do, so I'm probably not going to do that. But <laughs> I hope everyone has a lovely day. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.